I am back. Back again. Hello. Clevin's back. Feels good. It feels good. I brought a friend with me. Yeah. In studio. An old friend. Not by age, but by tenure of friendship. Yes. A young old friend. That's the magic man, Mark Hutchins. I've missed him dearly. Sure is. The beast behind the glass. Byron Filson's here. Love that guy. Oh, hi, Byron. Back in studio, I don't even know how many times this is. Mm. You know, but we love you, Miss Tina <laughs> Tambor. We do love you. I love today. Feeling it's a it. loving Wednesday. Totally feeling it because it's a love machine. <laughs> Tina Tambor, good to see you. Good to see you too. Welcome back. This Thank is like you. your second home. It is. I tis, love this place. Tis. We've been bringing you in here so long that's like we always have to. It's just like the get right. You know, this is like get this us get, get us right. right. Let us know what's going on. I remember even years ago, this is how long we go back, is that I remember we, uh, one of our, our our topics probably years ago, several years ago, when we first probably started the dose of like shadow inventory. Remember that? Yes. Oh, that was like the big, bud, the big buzzword that it didn't exist. That was a Look long time It doesn't ago. exist. Tina, tell us about the shadow inventory thing everybody's talking like, about. Stop being and stupid. And Tina said, hey. <laughs> Stop being stupid. Mark, Jeremy, look at each other. Say these words. Stupid. You're being an addict. Uh, but what's the buzzword these days? I feel like I feel like the buzzword personally is that uh, I keep hearing people want to throw that that dirty shift word around. You know. Well, it, I kind of keep hearing this too. Almost like there's a book out there or something. You know with name. that that one was way off by the way, because that what came out a couple years ago and we haven't seen that yet. So, you know, even the Oracle misfires every now and then. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, but so what are you hearing? I ask, well, we ask these questions like, you know, people always say, oh, there's a shift in the market. You know, I don't know if it's necessarily in transactions or if it's consumer behavior or if it's the way that we interact with consumers mm-hmm. or if it's maybe the stickiness of deals and what buyers' expectations are. I can't put my finger. That's uh, well, why you're here, Tina. We may be yes, shifting back to normal. Like you do realize that you could have been in the market for 12 years and never actually seen a normal market. So it could be that Normal's we're thinking yeah. we're shifting into this normalcy. normalcy and I don't know what to do with this. Right. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people out there who have built their careers on foreclosure industry, on short sales, on boomerang buyers, on millennial buyers. And uh, and also seeing amazing appreciation rates that feel like uh, they're too steep. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening over the last 12 years, frankly. We had our crash and our recovery. And so we are starting to finally get to a place where we're supposed to be. And Do you know the normal right marketing offhand? ensues. Yeah. How, how much have we appreciated in the last 12 months? Oh, my gosh. Well, it, it really does depend on which— area. Huh? By area somewhat? Well, it, it depends a little bit by area, by price point. Uh, generally, down in the lower price points, like 150 to 175, you can expect anywhere around 8% appreciation. That's, and you know where those properties that's, are. That's You're looking right. West Mesa, along the I-17, Maryvale, um, not even Avondale anymore. They've they've moved out of those price ranges. Right. Um, Took they were going up so much so fast for yeah, so long there, it has to somewhat stop. Right? Yeah, their average sale price is now over two hundred thousand. So the 
areas like Apache Junction still has some of that type of inventory. But then when you get into the areas of uh, like the low 200s, then it starts to come down a little bit, like three to four percent. Certainly once you get between 250 and 500, you're you're bouncing around that three to four percent range. And then over 500, we start to see it really stabilize down into about one to two percent. If we're lucky, the higher you go, the flatter it gets. It's a more balanced market. Plenty of supply to choose from for those types of buyers. So uh, you add it all together. And the under 200,000 market, by the way, is still about 34% of all of our sales. So it tends to dominate. So you can expect to see about maybe a, somewhere anywhere between like 5%, 8% numbers, depending on whether they're looking at annual or monthly or, you know, year over year. 34% of our market is under 200,000? Sales. Mm-hmm. 34% of our sales wow, are, are under healthy. 200. Now, yes. Um, but guess how much of our inventory that represents? 17%. Mm. It's only 17% of our inventory, but 34% of our sales. Because the top, the big stuff doesn't. Yeah. So, long, so a lot of people feel, yeah. So a lot of people feel like that can't be a big part of our market because they can't find anything for their buyers, but it is still a very big part of sales is a under 200 market. And so you can imagine how that kind of uh, influence will affect your whole valley wide statistics. So people want to talk about this. And so therefore I feel like we should talk about it. Is there do you believe that there's a shift in the market, price, activity level, sales? Well, it depends on where you are. Um, sure, if you're sure. on, in, if you're in the West Valley, actually, supply is quite good. Um, they're only down like maybe a percent from this time last year. So, comparatively, the West Valley is doing okay with supply. They're still low. Don't get me wrong, but they're not worse than they were last year. Uh, you get into Scottsdale, they're only down four percent. Um, but once you get into the Southeast Valley, that's where you really feel it. 20% below this time last year in terms of their supply overall. Wow. And also in Pinal County. You think it's the quality of product maybe that people are talking about? Like, well, there's maybe for what you've just told us, inventory's not that down, right? It's maybe it's just the, I don't know. Why, why do people price, think that, feel that? Maybe is it the prices are higher? The quality of product the is not points, there? The price points that people are looking for when you consider that our median sale price is about 242000 That means 50% of our sales are right. below that, 50% are above that. So that's kind of your sweet spot. And there's not a lot of inventory under 300000 right now. And when we look at the Southeast Valley particularly, we have seen a number of their zip codes go from a, an average sale price between two and 300,000 that are now over 300,000, between three and 400,000 even. So, so as we were saying, so when you step up into that four or five or even call it five plus range, there's, there's more than plenty. Yes. And we also are seeing the higher we go up in price, the more we're seeing a growth in sales because we have the supply for those buyers. And so bear in mind too, that we are still in our boomerang buyer phase. This is the last year we can expect boomerang buyers to be back. 2010 was our biggest year for foreclosures. We had about 50,000 of them, 49,000 in 2009 and 48,000 in 2008. Wow. So you take out those seven wow. years where they had, those buyers had to wait to purchase a home. And as we all know, just because you have poor credit doesn't mean you're poor. So as they get out of foreclosure jail, if you will, some of them are actually in jail from those time frames. But that's beside the point. That's a different dose. <laughs> that's it, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> but uh, now that they're getting these foreclosures off their records, it's freeing up buyers in all of our price ranges, not just under 200 or 250, but all of them. 
So uh, we are seeing this being that last year for that. It's still driving some. How do we identify those folks? How do we identify the people who need to get the foreclosure off the record? In a, or in have a, just... in a the smartest, most efficient way. You know, uh, a lot of them didn't want to be found for a very long time. I want to <laughs> so, find them now. And so I'm afraid. I have a very special set of skills. You may have to do I some advertising for them. Kill you. However, <laughs> I would say if Jeez, I if I were to go in, if I were to go real. after somebody right now, uh, it would be buyers. Good stat to know. <laughs> it would not be buyers. <laughs> no, it would by, be for by, sellers. By, by oh, Byron. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is an interesting stat to know um, a great majority. Uh, one of the big things that uh, came out of our, our private blog for our, our subscribers is that there are a number of cities, big cities that are within 5% of their peak median sale price from 2006. I was median. reading that actually recently that we're like pretty much there. Mesa. Which is insane. Mesa, Peoria, uh, Phoenix is very close. Um, those and, are just to name a few. And it's not being driven by toxic loans. Which is it's great. Not, which is but good. it's also not necessarily meaning that people who bought in 2006 and seven can now can sell it. at right. the property price that they bought it. Well, yeah, because um, that means you look back at, up to normal. When you look at the dollar per square foot, you're, a lot of areas still have about anywhere between 20 and 27% to go. And that means that for the same price, um, as some people were par- purchasing in 2006 and seven, they're getting bigger homes. Right. So the type of home that they're getting. So even though this median sale price is, has been skyrocketing up and it's been making people nervous, uh, a couple of things to understand. First of all, do you guys remember what the interest rate was in 2006? Yeah, in the sixes. 6.7%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you take three full percentages right. off of that, your mortgage payment is much, much lower yes. at the same price. Half. Not only that, you look at the dollar per square foot that they're paying and you're getting the, a much larger home for it. So it really doesn't tell us that we are recovered on that level. But again, knowing now that we're within about 20 to 27% of our peak price in 2006, that means that if you know somebody one of like, I don't know, four people who still own their home that bought it in 2007 and hung on to it, if they have at least 20 to 25% equity, they can probably break even right about now. So maybe it's a reason to pick up the phone. It is. You know, again, you, you can go to your title company, get a farm kit, find all of the owners in that subdivision who purchased in 2006 and seven. take a look at their purchase price, see if it's within 20% of where you think their home would go. And it might be a little bit of work. Might it's a phone call and a couple emails away. Yeah, perhaps. Tina Tambor with the Cromford Report. Always coming in, getting us right. I want to continue for the next couple of days on the State of the Union with All right. you. Sounds like fun. With the Cromford. If if, for the folks out there, I know we've said this many, many times. If you're not using the Cromford Report as a tool in your business to have a level of expertise, knowledge, insight into the marketplace, yourself, Michael Orr, constantly running the numbers forward, sideways, backwards, everything in between to really be dialed into what's going on in the marketplace, not speak on theory and really have an educated conversation and provide value, right? You can take the tools and the resources that are there and then provide value to your clients, make you look like an expert, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's what I love. So once again, we'll come back, keep talking state of the union with Miss Tina. It's workshop Wednesday. (laughs) We didn't talk about that. It is workshop Workshop Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) 
full yes. slate. Yes. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage, The Bug Warrior, and Alliance Property Inspections. Good work, Jimmy. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> uh, we do have a great day for Workshop Wednesday, guys, starting at 10 o'clock. Actually, orientation at 9. 10 o'clock. Uh, come to our, our office, Scottsdale office for marketing and branding. We also have iMovie for dummies, but you're not a dummy, but taught by the one and only Rick Mercone. Um, and then, uh, how to leverage Facebook to get business, all things contract with giant Dyer. And this is part, uh, section six through seven. So if you missed any of the first sections, it doesn't matter. You can start at section six through seven guys. All right. We'll see you tomorrow and we'll see you Tina tomorrow. Bye-bye. Byron. Bye, guys. <laughs> now